0: Thank you, and welcome to this teaching from Today Evangelical Ministries. Today Evangelical Ministries is dedicated to teaching the undiluted truth of God's Word. Here is Dr. Emeka Ozrumba as he brings today's teaching. May the Lord bless you as you listen. The hardened heart
1: that prevents us from what? Being transformed and being ready. The heart that does not want to change. Because God told us, he said, well, except the heart of stone is removed. And the heart of flesh takes over. And the heart of flesh is the spirit of God that takes over. Without that spirit in us, we can never be children of God. Because if you look at John 1, he says that, well, as many as believe in them, he has given them the authority and power to become the children of God. But he also turned around and told us what? In Romans eight fourteen that as many as are laid... No matter what anybody claims to be, that is a child of God. As many as are led by his spirit. And one cannot be led by his spirit except the spirit of God is in him. Are, 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 we, are, we, are we all there now? So the spirit of God is in So as many as are led by that spirit, they are the children of God. And they are the children of God because they are one with God. In what? Spiritual agreement with God. They are fused together with God. I am my father. I am my God. I one. Without it, he said Said that two cannot work together, except they are in agreement. Without an agreement, that will not work. So we have dealt with two. it. With, we just went two weeks. And this is the last week. And it's going to read just one or two points. Then I'll answer a question. I thank our wonderful friends and relations that have been watching online and asking very useful questions. And we'll answer only two of them and deal with that and move on. But let me just point this way. In case you go out there and it will happen, God has prepared us to really stand firm and defend, even with the last blood, the undiluted truth of the gospel and doctrine of Jesus Christ. There is no other authority that will come greater than that. The scripture told us, even as our apostle, what, 4 11 to 12, he said, You know, there is no other salvation except this Jesus Christ. And therefore, he told us also in John 4, he said, No, 14, 6, he said, I am the way. Look, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No man ever comes to the Father except by me. And there's only one way to do that, is to go ahead and be with him. So, if you are confronted, I've dealt with many things. I'm not going to summarize. If you conf- there's something, another issue that you'll be confronted when it comes to an eye for an eye and take vengeance, I say it and I say it again: no one who preaches vengeance, no one who practices vengeance, no one who encourages vengeance that will ever see the kingdom of God. Because you know why? There's no one who does that with a pure heart. There's no one. And not only that, whoever practices that and encourages it is actually, what? Challenging the authority of Jesus Christ. He's the one who said this is the way it's supposed to be with my father. And I need to let you know one one thing. God has his method. If people will understand that mystery of all mysteries. Can anybody tell me what's the mystery of all mysteries?
0: And
1: God with us. Human beings will never accept that. That there's only one thing. If God is with you, whatever it takes, get God first to be with you. And there's only one way you can get God to be with you. Right? It's actually obeying God always. Through righteousness and holiness, if you do that, God is with you. If God is with you, then all these things we talk about until we get this very mystery and understanding, it's a simple thing. The way of the Lord, following the Lord, doing the will of the Lord is the simplest thing to do if we will be able to surrender and accept that. Why am I saying this? God says, that which is evil, my child, stay away from it. Because if you don't stay away from it, evil will eventually what? at the door. That's the way it is. There's nobody who does evil that will go unpunished. And if you have God, Every other thing is subject to us. Even the enemy said, if your ways will please you, my child, then you know one thing, I will even make your enemies be at peace with you, no matter whatever it is. You want to overcome your enemy, the best thing is to be with God. And when you have God, every other thing is there. But this is a challenge. We're going to get to this now. So The challenge you have, and this happened many places, it will surprise you. I've been confronted, and I'm just telling you right now, so that when it happens to you, you are prepared to deal with it. They, someone they have quoted, and Pastor Tass and the Pastor Godwin, they will bear witness of even Bar- i, I Have been confronted and said, What of in Luke 19, 27? Can you read me Luke 19, 27? This is what my people confronted me with.
0: Luke 19, 27. Yes. But bring here those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them mm-hmm. and slay them before me.
1: One pastor was going all about and just flinging the finger of my and said, What of Christ who said, Bring all my enemies? That you will slay them. Now the question comes to be Can Christ say, Do not touch your enemies, love your enemies, and turn around? Look, look at this, this is a common thing. And turn around and say, Those enemies, bring them and kill them. No. Christ cannot say that. God cannot contradict himself in the first place. So how do you deal with that kind of question? Anybody? I'm, I'm waiting. This one should be easy. How do you answer this, my people? Because we've gone through two weeks of listening on this. You so are confronted with this issue. Why should we not preach against, I mean, why should we not preach an eye for an eye? Why should we not pray against our enemy? Why would we let our enemy live? After all, Christ said this. How would you answer that? Talk to me. I will need to hear
0: you. What well, I'm saying, the context that I was saying is just on picking out this uh, verse. Where we you go back and say, we need to look at uh, the parable
1: yeah. that we can understand what what is written. Yeah. We can understand it. God bless you. Please listen to me carefully. This is an argument of a delusive mind. Let, It's an argument of a delusive mind. You know why I say it's delusive? Who is he who is uh, deluded? Come on, this is a teaching. Who is he who is deluded spiritually? Okay, let me turn it around. Maybe that will help us. Unto whom is the parable of Christ given to? Unto the selected one. (laughs) These are people who have eyes. Read me Matthew 13, please. 10 to, 10 to 12.
0: Matthew 13, 10 to 12. Yes. And the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? Mm-hmm. He answered and said to them, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it has not been given. Uh For whoever has, to him more will be given. And he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has, will be taken away from him. Keep keep reading. Therefore, I speak to them in parables. Because Uh seeing, they do not see. And hearing, they do not hear. Nor do they understand. And in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, (laughs) which says... Hearing, you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing, you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of these people have grown dull, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts, and turn, so that I should heal them.
1: You You see why this issue we've been dealing with for three weeks right now? Is at the heart of my people in churches in Nigeria here all over that's the heart if actually people can eyes can be open to reject this false doctrine believe me my people will be set free because there's no way somebody who's hardened can claim to have love God is love where does hatred and bitterness there is no love there There's no God where there's no peace, there's no God. Right now, they, it is so poison all over our people, that the slightest thing. Do you know that sometimes right now, you may, if you, if you, you are with your brother now, and you're giving this Bible, he's suspecting, I wonder why he gave me the, this Bible. I wonder what he wanted to do. You know that's so productive in, back home now, because of this evil seed that's been planted that's there. And that needs to go. Our people need to be set free, otherwise they will not be free. It is a deleted man, And what God said, I said, even their eyes are closed. One thing with a deleted mind is what? Can you tell me one thing? He does not have eyes to see, but he claims to have eyes to see. That's the biggest problem. You see, when I don't know anything, I say, Lord, please have mercy. But when I'm just, de- what? Defending my position I can see. Then God says, since you can see, then you remain like that. You'll be blind forever. Give me John 9, please.
0: Give me 39 to 41. John 9, 39 to 41. Yes. And Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may be made blind. Then some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these words and said to him, Mm -hmm. Are we blind also? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, we see. Therefore, your sin remains. Because you claim to see. That's
1: why he told us in Matthew 18.3 that a saved one is converted as a baby. He will not see the kingdom of God. A simple one humbles himself. It's just like a, t- a student. A student that just gets up and says, you know one thing, I know it all. The teacher said, well, I'm not going to teach you. So what I'm saying is that when you go there, you are defending this. I'm not talking about any human being or anybody. I'm just saying, make sure. You present the right thing. But when someone is deluded, then he said, I will let them. In fact, God will close their own eyes because when someone knows the truth, listen to me, and turns away from the truth, and that includes Emiko's rumba. When someone knows the truth, if Emiko's rumba goes back again to continue my old ways that I did it before, the spirit of delusion will set up, God will set it up, and you know one thing, there may not be any remedy. Because I know the truth, I have no more excuse. Read me Romans, please. 1, 18 to 25. Romans 1, 18 to 25.
0: For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them.
1: Sorry, sorry, my dear. What is that that may be known of God? That God has shown it to them what is that, that is, what is that that may be known of God that is manifest in them I know the truth what is it Jesus Christ Jesus Christ
0: has come there is no other way you can keep reading there, You see for since the creation of the world His invisible attributes are clearly seen, Mm -hmm. being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, Mm. and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became Became fools. fools. And changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and birds, and four footed animals, and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. They change the truth of God for lie, and
1: they hold on to it, and they move on, and they turn around and worship their big uh, men who place themselves as the big. I mean, people have to buy for me whatever I say. That's it. God has no. God cannot tell anybody that claims to be called by God to go and contradict him. It's not possible. An ambassador cannot contradict the one who are appointed in the, the, the country. It's not possible. And that's why he told us, if you do whatever, you are my friends. If you do whatever I send you to do. And when he sent us out, he said, I've sent you out to go to the world. But you have to go and tell them to do one thing, to observe, to do all. I have taught you. And no more than that. So that's how you deal with that. But then why do we say, Sister Joanne said what? Because they completely, they turned the context. This is a parable. They actually will not tell you, I quote the whole thing. But they go and say 27. But to read 11. Matthew. Luke, Luke, sorry. 19, 11.
0: Luke 19, 11. Yes. Now as they heard these things, Mm -hmm. he spoke another parable. Because he was near Jerusalem. And because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. My people could not read this. This is a parable.
1: It's a parable, not correct. You see. So, but let's move on. I, I, I'm sure you can address that right now. Then the second thing you got to actually let people know. What is our authority? Our authority is actually to edify the church, the body of Christ. And the edification is what? To build up. You are we are called to build up, not to destroy. Are we, are, we, are we together here? Yes. We are called to build up. That's why when he sent us with that authority, read me Matthew please, 28, 19, 20. Matthew 28,
0: 19 and 20. Yes. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. So if I go out there and
1: teach something that Christ did not command, am I Christ's servant? Are you, are you with me? I'm not there. Teaching to do that. And that's why he's given to us one thing. That whatever we do, we should never let the word of God or the name of God be put to shame. Anybody, all of, all of us here, please. That's why he said, I've given you... A ministry and that ministry is to reconcile others to me. Let me second Corinthians please five. You can read from seventeen, we all know it.
0: Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation that is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Before you continue, Christ
1: was in the world, reconciling the world to himself. Before Christ would reconcile the world to God. He reconciled the world to who? To himself. How can I reconcile the world or anybody who doesn't know God to myself? When I'm actually there perpetuating evil. Have you ever seen, you know, whenever actually you see anyone who is an evildoer, what do you do when you are coming? You are coming, you are walking the other way and he's coming. What would you do? You change direction. You avoid the person. Love attracts. Love radiates. Let your light so shine. Any wicked soul, I'm telling you, you will lose the person. You can never bring anybody to what? To Christ. When actually the individual is showing wickedness. People will avoid us. But then see what? Now go on. Now then, Mm
0: -hmm. we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us. Mm-hmm. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God.
1: Be reconciled to God. Our ministry is to reconcile. And there's no one we cannot reconcile except we are like Christ. In love and forgiveness and showing that. Through example what we do, people will be drawn to God. But if we do otherwise, people will just stand back and say, Oh, see, these are the ones who say they every day are carrying Bible and moving around. And then, see, what would happen? What we do, we blaspheme the name of the Lord. So that's why we know that that's our destiny. But again, he told us one thing, no matter whatever you do, let not the ministry, let not the work God has given to us be ever be put to shame. Read me Second Corinthians 6, please, 1 to 10. Second Corinthians
0: 6, 1 to 10. Yes. We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you, Not to receive the grace of God in vain. In vain. For he says, in an acceptable time I have heard you. And in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Mm -hmm. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We have no offense in anything that our ministry may not be blamed.
1: Our ministry may not be blamed. Do you know the world is always waiting to see what mistake I will make? You know that everybody makes a mistake, but the very moment the slightest thing, ah, my goodness, it will be all over, and then it's going to affect people because sometimes right now you, you talk to people and say about church or whatever, they say oh, forget that don't even bring anything about these things anymore because of what they have seen. We should go out there to an example. That's why a shepherd is supposed to do what? What is a shepherd supposed to do? A shepherd supposed to care and nurture, and bring up, and raise disciples for Christ. Not to eat them. It is an abomination for a tree to bear fruit and eat the fruit. Are you, are you all with me here? It is an abomination. So read me, John, please, 10, 9 to 15.
0: John 10, 9 to 15. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. Mm -hmm. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming. And leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and mm-hmm. does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I'm known by my own. As the father knows me, even so I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep.
1: I lay down my life. The hireling will run. All he wants to do is to gather as many people as possible. And as long as the pocket is full... I'm bulky, who cares? They can perish in here. After all, let me enjoy it now. That's not a shepherd of the living God. There's only one reason why God calls anybody. There's only one reason why He puts His spirit in. Read me. Isaiah, please. 61, to 1 to 3. I want us to listen to Isaiah 61, to 1 to 3. Very carefully, please.
0: Isaiah 61, 1 to 3. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. If God
1: will give me the spirit to accomplish what actually he presented in those verses, I've gotten my billions. And those who want to make billions on this earth, they will leave it one day. You see, you know, reports coming. You will see a plane fl- flying and no more. per house. maybe there were so many millionaires inside there. It will end right that day. And eventually, every man will appear before this judgment God. So the truth must be presented, my brothers and sisters. Go out there boldly and do that which only God has called you. And eventually, no matter how, Darkness tries to suppress it. The truth shall surely prevail in the end. And that is the only thing that we will present in this place. That that's the truth of the word of God. Now let me ask you this. There's only one, I'm sure they're going to ask you, because this person has to come up with me. I said, well, now you are telling us that we love our enemies and stop praying dangerous prayers. How do you want us to pray? No, I'm, I'm telling you, these are questions that they have been asked me. How do you then want us to pray? You can see the the depth of enemy's deception. That people have gone that far and left the good and continue to pursue that which is evil. In fact, some of them will tell you that they are prayer warriors. They say, boy, when I pray, my goodness, the heaven shakes. When you pray against God and pray against other, other people, you say the heaven shakes, that's not possible. Because heaven is angry. No, heaven, very, very angry. That's why, is it, is it that what, Psalm 7, 11,
0: please? Yes. Psalm 7, 11. God is a just judge, and God is angry with the wicked every day. Every single day, God is wicked. But then how do you
1: how do you tell somebody, and that came up last week, how do you tell somebody how to overcome? It's, it's very simple. We started it actually before the 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 presentation is made here. We started it before that. We said, God is with me. Emmanuel. If God is with me, then all other things are subject to me. If we get this understanding that if God is with you, then who can be against you? You want everything in this world to overcome. Get God first on your side. And then when God is on your side, nobody can just touch you. That's the same thing he told Joshua. Remember? He said, Joshua, you know one thing? If nobody can touch you and nobody can stand you, if only you will be courageous and strong enough to observe, to do. Read me Joshua 1, please. 5 to 9. Joshua 1, 5 to
0: 9. You can read up to 8, sorry. 5 to 8. Yes. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Mm -hmm. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. And then you
1: will have good success. This is the same thing that Jesus Christ was saying in Matthew 6, 33. "Seek first the kingdom." And by the way, this afternoon a question came. I was just driving. What I asked him said. When I say "seek first the kingdom of God," what do you seek first? Don't tell me kingdom. That's what I said already. <laughs> seek God? That's not what I said. Seek God. Okay. Seek first the kingdom. What, how? What is the first step you take to seek God? Read me, read me Isaiah, please. 55, 6 and 7.
0: Isaiah 55, 67. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Mm-hmm. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake that's his way. That's the first
1: thing if you want to seek the Lord. Let, forsake your evil ways. And that's that's going to bring us to the first question, which actually was asked last time, but somebody else just asked it again. Okay? Let the wicked forsake way. That's the first step. So now, let let me bring the question then. The question is this. He said, do you not believe that there are demons in human flesh? That same question came again, my brother. (laughs) Somebody asked that question. Don't you believe that there are are demons in human flesh? Okay, let me answer it. I do believe. And to be honest with you, every human, is demon in human's flesh. As long as the spirit of God is not in that person. Because you don't even know yourself. Until, until somebody steps on your foot. Then you say, my goodness. You see a man unleash that brimstone and fire. Except the spirit of God is in a man. The person is void. So, but many of us. Let me tell you one. Do you know that many of us have talked about demons in human flesh? What did you say? Where the, when we talk about demons in human flesh, then the first demon you should check is yourself. No, please listen to me. I'm talking, when I say you, please turn it around. The first demon you should check is yourself. Check yourself first. Because if you're not ready, if you're not ready, and if you are not obedient and following God, you cannot judge disobedient. Are you following me? That's why, read me Haggai, please. You remember Hegai? You know where it is, 1, six, 7, Haggai
0: 1, 6. You have, from 5 or 6? 5 or 6. Okay. Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. If you, you don't worry. If you have time, you read the rest of Haggai. 1. To he
1: said, Look, you have done everything and nothing seemed to work. He said, But have you considered to really yourself first? Begin from there. Begin from that first demon. That's the remember. And then when I search that, before I start calling anybody else, that's a demon. You know what actually happens? When I say there are demons, oh, there are those people, there are demons in the human flesh. You know what I've done? You remember the Pharisee and the who? And the publican, he got up and said, you know one thing, Lord, I'm not like this sinner here. After all, so I pay all my tithe. I do everything, everything is right. And God said, look at him. But he's not sat in his heart. Whatever we do, sat your heart first. Begin from humble yourself before the almighty God and say, look, I'm nothing. Lord, I don't know anything. From there, you'll be able to reveal things and teach the individual. And we don't have the time, but also, you remember there's some people that came to Jesus Christ and said, you know one thing? Do you remember those 18 Galatians Galileans, that were all sacrificed and their blood mingled with their own sacrifices by Herod? And Christ said, well, so you think you are better than those people. You see? And that's why he told us, read me, please. Matthew 7. One, two, go from 1. Go ahead, as long as you can. Matthew chapter 7 from
0: verse 1. Mm-hmm. Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye. And look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First, open, remove the b- plank from your own eye. And then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye.
1: That is it. And that's, that is for me and for everyone. Leave judgment unto God. But make sure that you strive to enter. And don't worry because God can do whatever he wants to do with anybody. The way he likes it to be. Then the second thing someone asked. He said that, can I pray a prayer? He said, God, let me see if I can remember. He said, Lord, judge me between me and this man. Is that a good prayer? No, no, no. No, why?
0: You have already
1: judged You have already judged. You are angry. Before you say, you see, see, God bless you. That, yeah. Exactly. You, are, you, are you have already judged. and told you, that I know this right thing. You better judge this thing. <laughs> judge between us. You see, whatever we do, l- listen to me carefully. The whole matter is in our heart. Whatever you are doing, that heart, search it. That's why Proverbs 4.23, it says, Guide your heart with all due diligence, because out of it are the issues of life. That is why you need to pray to God to remove anything that will bitterness from you, anything that will poison the heart, because that's where the problem is. Whatever you do that is not out of love is against God, because God is love. So we will try to close here because of the time we have if anyone has other questions, to clarify this very topic, please, because the Lord is leaving us now and leaving you to go out now and spread this truth and see if that will help set our people free. Because there are some of them that will defend this first doctrine of die, 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 up to the last person. I remember very well, somebody had been here twice. The first time she came, it was this message, And she got up and left. And the second time she came. But she could not ask why God did that. The second time she came, the same message again, after many years. And she got up and left. You tell me how somebody will walk contrary to Christ and claim to be a Christian. It's not possible. I might as well not call myself a Christian. Because if I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Christ. A follower of Christ is a disciple of Christ. A disciple of Christ is the one who does what Christ has commanded us to do. So may the Lord Almighty God, who has been so mindful of us, to open up our eyes and teach us his mystery. Because he loves us, and he loves his children. He does not want any to perish. the highway there is a highway of righteousness and holiness the unclean shall never enter the evil the wicked person shall never enter lord i pray that your truth will abide be established in the heart of your children lord i pray that you empower your children lord and anoint them all of them that have had this message to go out there And Lord, when they open their mouth, let your spirit speak. And let people hear. And accept the truth. And be set free. Set our people free, Lord. Set them free. Lord, have mercy on all of them. Have mercy. Touch them, Lord. Teach them your way that they may know. And that their name alone be glorified. We thank you for doing this, Lord. We exalt you. And say Lord blessed be your holy name now and forevermore in the name of Jesus
0: Christ. Thank you so much for listening to this message from Today Evangelical Ministries. We would love to receive your feedback and stay connected with you. So send us your comments or questions through our website on our contact us page or by sending an email to info@tmonline.org. Our web address is tm online.org. You can also connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. God bless you.